Texas. Now, you know, so we got to just keep play our game, and that's our expectation, but also Tulsa's going to come out and play, so yeah. respect to them too. So. Well, what was the reaction, and what was kind of your personal reaction when Cam Davis went down with a knee injury, man? Um, yeah, I was just heartbroken. You know, he, he's been working so hard, and he's such a great ball player and a great guy as well. Um, he's working real hard right now, so he's – yeah. He's going to come back a beast. So When you see what's happening at Nebraska, is there any thought at all that you made the wrong move coming to Seattle? <laughs> no, I never I never really, you know, it's that's Nebraska, that's the past, so I'm, I'm happy here. So Yeah, I love it. Great stuff, man. Appreciate yeah. it, boss. Thank you all. Yep. seriously in the mix. You led the team in rushing, actually, in the opener. Are, is it important for you to start? Because that's a possibility for you. And then they kind of left that open yesterday, the coaches, when they were talking about that, that we're still looking for the guy. Um, and, and so I just wondered, you know, what you think about that. Because you, you're in the mix, you're going to play, but there's another step you could take. Yeah, no, I know who I am and I know my abilities. If, if I don't start, I don't start. You know, it's, I know me and I know my abilities. So. But that's a badge of honor if you do it, right? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. It is one of those situations, though, Will, where you ended up getting more snaps than the, than the starter did. I think, Dylan, you were about four or five snaps ahead, I think, of where he was in terms of overall game snaps on offense. Do you feel like no matter what happens, as long as, as you feel like you can play yourself into being the hot hand that Coach Marks is going to pick you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't care if I start or not. I just, I'm going to do what I need to do. If I get my shot, I'm going to get my shot, you know, so. And you were talking about CD. What, obviously, it sounds like he's leading you guys, whether it's in the practices or in the film room or in the, in the running backs room. Like on a game day, like against Boise State, what what were some of the things that he was doing to kind of get you guys going? Yeah, he 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 sent us good texts and he told us that he's behind us and just play play for us, you know. So the hot, great respect to CD. So. And how, you know, maybe mentally, did that change anything for you personally? Because it was such a huge hit to the room. I know everyone's got a feel for him. But for you personally, did that change anything, knowing that the dynamic of the room has kind of changed in terms of how things are going to look on the field? Uh, no, not really. Um, I'm, we, we all miss CD. I do. And uh, I just know I got to be me, like I said. So got to fill that role. So yeah. and, and what exactly do you – I mean, I remember when you first got listed on Go Huskies, you were listed as a running back and receiver. You may still be listed as a running back receiver. But you, you consider yourself a running back first, right? Yes, no doubt. Uh, I played running back in high school. I, I gotten a lot bigger since then too, so I'm, I'm a running back all day. Do you feel like there's still a little meat on that bone though when you, when you think about kind of the way that they pass the ball and the way the running backs can be utilized out of the backfield? Uh, no, we, we were utilized well. They were just honest, you know, and there's nothing you could do about that. It's just how they, how they game planned, you know. So, yeah, of course there's meat on the bone, but um, we just got to do more too as well on our part. Talking about the game plan, when, when you guys, you know, Coach DeBoer talked about the slow starts, but he goes, the cool thing is we turned that into a strong finish for both halves. Yeah. But when the, when the slow start, how much of that was their game planning, catching you maybe off guard a little bit? How much of it was just maybe lack of energy, just not fully there? No, we were all there. I, I just remember me personally watching the film. They started hot against Oregon State. They started hot against their other opponents last year. So yeah. I was like, yeah, we. I know they're going to start hot. We just got to finish well, too. So. Okay. So. And, and that obviously happened. Yeah. Um, it, I was also curious about the outside noise. I mean, you're a coach's son, so you've seen it. You've dealt with it for a long, long time. Yeah. You've seen how your father's dealt with it. When you see situations where, like, the, the you know, because of the Monday night game with Clemson, the polls didn't come out till this morning, but you guys have moved up well inside the top ten now, the, the, you know, the momentum nationally has really seemed to be going for you guys in your favor. 
Is that something you even pay attention to? No, I even honestly, I didn't even know Clemson was playing yesterday. Okay. So, you know, I'm just, we're just worried about us. You know, we know who we are and we know who we could be. So, what about Tulsa? I mean, this is a situation where I know at least talking to the defensive guys, they're going up against their second straight first year offensive coordinator. So it's almost like a rehash of Boise State in some ways. Yeah. For you guys, how are you kind of addressing it? Knowing that they've got a situation where I think is it right their defensive coordinator like left in the summer? Yeah, yeah, he left in the summer, but they're gonna come out wanting to beat us. You know, we gotta be ready for that. Um, they're a great team. They got two great safeties who can hit, so we just gotta be ready for that. Um, not take them lightly. They're not gonna take us lightly at all either. So we just gotta come out hot and finish hot. You know. Well, when I hear the us versus us. The, the hashtag, the mantra, things like that. Was that really built for, for games like this particular one? Because it doesn't it doesn't feel like Boise State, people are going to have a letdown against them because of their tradition. People know how good they can be and how they are. But with a team like Tulsa, when they're not they're not a big a lot of big, you know, anticipation that they're going to do very well this year. Obviously they still have good players and they practice. They got a lot of transfers coming in. But is that us versus us where is that where even when the when you're heavily favored, you've got to be in the situation where it's still all about you guys and maybe even less about the opponent? Us for us is every game, no matter who it is. Um, like I said, Tulsa got great players. Um, I played against one of the D linemen in high school, and he, he was always there playing hard against us and when I was in high school. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's us versus us every game, no matter what. So. Any other connections that you have with the – because I know I was talking to Jabbar, and he has like five other guys from yeah. Oklahoma State in there. Yeah, there's no, there's a lot of dudes from Texas on that team. Um, Everett Rogers I played against in high school every year. Um, I, I know there's another few names from Texas I played in seven on and stuff. So Right. It would be a fun game, you know. Roman Dinze. What's the best throw you've ever seen Mike make since he's been here? Best throw. Oh, man, that one he threw in the Oregon game to Taj Davis was pretty incredible. Um I mean, just the timing, the speed, the, the read he had to have on that play, um, the, 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 clutch, the clutchness aspect of it um, was pretty impressive. But I don't know. I mean, he makes crazy throws every day, so he's, he continues to impress. But, um, yeah, that, one was, that one's special for sure. Curious if you're lobbying now for some extra duty now that Jalen's been showing his all-purpose material. Definitely, man. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I mean, <laughs> that boy's out there in the backfield playing quarterback, playing running back. I mean, I'm just a – old receiver at this point. They've always got the, all the fresh Debo Samuel type plays though. But no, nah, I mean, you know, he, he's such an asset to this offense. He has so many skills, so they utilize him in, in the right way. So um, I'll be I'll be glad if I ever get, end up in the pocket at some point. <laughs> you get a punt returner though? They're giving you a little taste. Oh again. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got a little punt returner. I need to up, up my up my juke and, and my yardage on that, but we'll, we'll see what I can do. Come forward. I know you said in the offseason, yards after catch was going to be a big focus for you. How did you feel like that went? And it looked like there were a couple times you were able to push some guys off yeah. and get a few extra. Definitely, definitely. I think I did uh, and I did an okay job. Um, I definitely think I could have done better. Um, I, I was able to get loose and get a couple extra yards, but I, there was no one where I really broke broke free and, and, and got a tremendous gain. So definitely much more to improve on for sure. How much meat was left on the bone from this offense on Saturday? I mean, you guys, incredible numbers, but, but how did you feel about it? Definitely, man. I mean, we left a lot of chicken on the bone for sure, um, especially, you know, with those first two, two drives. We, we came out pretty flat. Um, we know that we can't do that. Um, so there was a lot of meat left on the bone, you know, some, some balls that we didn't complete. So um, a lot, a lot, honestly, I think. What, what do you know about Tulsa's defense that you're going up against? I know a good bit. We've been uh, studying them. Um, like they have the old uh, Ohio State coach for their, for their head coach, uh, Kevin Wilson, I believe, uh, great staff. Um, 
their uh, defense coordinator, I think, left in July. So we're, we're looking at the film they have. They just played uh, Alpine Bluff, and we're looking at that film. So um, they, they definitely got a great team for sure. Thanks. The importance of you guys uh, as a team improving from game one to game two and being consistent. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, people talk about a lot. The, week, the, the jump from week one to week two is always, you know, where you see a lot of improvements um, just because, you know, you come out that first game, you get all that rust off, you make those improvements, you really see what it's going to feel like in the game, and you come back week two and, and hope to see uh, a lot of improvements. So that's what we expect um, to come out uh, week two and have a lot of improvements for sure. Something that's not talked about but that's critical in the next level is blocking for wide receivers, blocking for each other once the receiver uh, – catches the ball how much is that emphasized how much do you work on that it is emphasized a lot we drill it all the time you know we have that pride it's, it's really a mindset as well i'm going into it so we have a lot of pride in that as well and something that we definitely need to work on a little bit we didn't have our best blocking performance uh against boise state so coming forward we'll make an emphasis on that make sure that we're going out there and making making plays for our brothers so they can go uh get loose and score touchdowns the importance of just uh finishing the deal here your, your little homestand in other words winning on saturday after right. winning, you know Right, say that again, sorry. The importance of just finishing the homestand on a positive note here. Oh, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know, we always want to remain undefeated in this building, you know, so I'm um, a special place to play, so we're excited to have Husky Nation out here and you'll get that W. Some of you guys talked to, you know, during camp about having different wrinkles to the offense this year and, and showing some is Is Jalen in the Wildcat and, and throwing passes and, and maybe kind of using his versatility part of that? I mean, were, were you guys seeing that throughout camp? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, we, we've worked on that stuff since since they first got here. We've been working on different things, but, you know, they find different ways to get us right and different ways to put J-Mac back there to throw the ball or different ways for me to throw the ball or whoever to throw the ball or whoever to run, run the rock. So um, they have so many different ways of making it happen that um, we, we knew it was coming one way or another. We're just ready week by week, really. When do you guys learn about, I mean, you're putting in different plays, taking plays out. When, when do you find out that a trick play like that is, is in the game plan that week? Oh, man, I mean, you never know what's going to be in the game plan we, we work on it you know uh, weekly um, and we might bring it back from another week or, or a different look or same play but in a different look um, you know week by week but um, you never really know until you know it's on the team works and you get that file and it's a trick play and you see the personnel so um, but we work on it you know every week we have a bunch of plays like that for sure can you yeah, imagine what the defense is thinking when uh, Jalen McMillan takes a snap as a quarterback then fakes it to Roma Dunce portraying a running back and then the play unfolds yeah I, I can imagine it's pretty tough um, that's that's what our, our offensive staff envisioned I hope when, when they put the play in but so it's a lot um, we try and you know make it hard on the defense you know putting a lot of different people in different places so um, I'm sure it's tough I'm glad I'm not on the defense side of the ball when that play snap the other thing I want to ask you is just two years ago, you guys were four and eight, mm -hmm. and then last year you finished eighth ranked in the country to finish the poll. So now you're eighth ranked today. They moved you up again. Oh, are you, okay. are you, um, you still kind of pinching yourself how all this stuff has kind of turned over so quickly and and from one extreme to the other? Yeah, you know, it's definitely been exciting. Um, you know, we've as players, I think that we've always had that mindset that we're some dogs for sure, and I think you know. You know, having this coach staff come in and have that same mindset with us and, you know, the camaraderie that we had to, and the, you know, chemistry that we had off rip, it kind of matched each other's vibe. And, you know, I think that's a key to one of one of the keys to our success. So definitely, definitely it's it's, it's been a flip to think, you know, where I was uh, not even like two and two and a half years ago, I guess. So. Do you look forward to the polls? I mean, just to see what it, what they think? Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun to see, right? I mean, being a top 10 team is, you know, accomplishment that not everybody gets to achieve. So it's definitely exciting. But, um, you know, number number eight is not where we want to end up. So. Because you went flying past LSU and Clemson, which didn't have yeah, a great week either. Yeah, they, they did. I watched those games. They, they were they were interesting. That was a fun fun game for Duke. 
Um, actually, I, I visited to do like, on an official visit, so I, I, I like them boys over there. They're, they're good people. But, but yeah, that was, that was a fun game to watch. But, yeah, it, it, college football, man, it's crazy. You never know. So you got to come in, in, in each game, you know, with, a, with the right mindset or you'll find out. Uh, basically a double cheese sandwich. So. What's, what's the drink? Uh, a, large, a large Sprite and then a large uh, mango pineapple smoothie. You ever talked to Ocho Sinker ever? Because you know his thing about yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you know I don't. About that? I tend to like lay off of it during the season because I'll tell. I used to tell people like, "Oh, I'm about to get McDonald's," and they'd get on me about it. So I try to lay off of it and be disciplined. So <laughs> I try. Wait, wait, we're talking McDonald's burger. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. To Ocho I thought you were talking about mango smoothies. I thought, yeah. I thought you were talking about what you were going to get when you go off the tunnel. That's his agent. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. But so, how much has your nutrition changed, Jalen, over the oh, years? Oh, huge. I mean, I used to. Just go back home after practice, go to the DM and give me some ice cream and load up. But now it's, um, you know, following what she gives us up there and just dialing in on the nutrients and the hydration. So, Talking to Rome earlier, I know he was kind of half kidding, but he said he was kind of pissed seeing you do all your stuff. Yeah. And he's, he's kind of, he feels like maybe he's not so much being left out, yeah. but he wants to make sure he kind of gets showed up too a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that uh, there's a chance that could happen? Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just, we're here to play ball. And, you know, Rome is, Rome is a very special player and I love him to death. And um, we're just going to make plays for each other here on and here out. And we've been brothers for about three, four years now. So we're not going to let any slight competition break us apart. I know, know it was a previous staff too when you came in from Fresno, but yeah. was the idea when you got recruited that you were going to be that multiple? I mean, oh, yeah. was that was that part of the recruiting game plan? 100%. Um, when I, I came here knowing that Roma Dunze was going to be here, you know, I came here knowing that um, Sam Heward was going to be here. So there, there, were def there were definitely different elements of me coming here also. But so. in terms of running the ball, in terms of catching the punts and catching all that, that was all part of it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. How weird do you think it, it is for a defense to turn on the tape from last week's game yeah. and see you in a quarterback formation faking the ball to Roma Dunze in a running back <laughs> role? And, you know, you wide receivers are everywhere. You, you, yeah. know, you could be snapping the ball to yeah. Penix for all I know. But yeah. it's kind of weird when you think about the way they're portraying you or, or using you as, you know, focal pieces or decoys, per yeah. se. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it just goes to show the depth in the receiver room. Um, we have so many elements. So you have Jeremy Renard, Denzel Boston. You have Roma Dunze, Jalen Polk, um, Mason Wheeler. I mean, you have Tayshawn Lyon. You have everybody in the room. We could do everything that uh, that you want. So, I mean, you might as well just use us to the best, right? You're playing a college this weekend, or university, I should say, that produced one of the greatest Seattle wide receivers ever. Do you know that? No, nah, I didn't. Steve Largent. No. Played at Tulsa. You know who Arjun is, don't you? No, I don't. No? Uh -uh, I don't. Oh, you had Man, some you're of showing the, your age, my friend. Some of the all-time yeah. re NFL <laughs> records. Oh, really? Seahawks, yeah. Okay. Oh, I heard of him now. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was a congressman in D.C. and ran okay. for governor of Oklahoma. I didn't know any of that. Because I sat and interviewed <laughs> him about that when I was in the newspaper world. Okay. But, yeah, this is his university, and uh, he's really dear to Seattle, so it's kind of an interesting match matchup just for that reason. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be here or not. I think he lives in Oklahoma. but. Oh, I, shoot. I'd love to meet him. And They've retired his number here and all that. And, okay. You know, all, multiple Pro Bowl guy forever. Yeah. And he was just, like, about five foot ten, and I – you know, just uh, we didn't know how good he was going to be when he showed up in Seattle. He got traded here late. And, okay. Yeah. Anyway. I, I can't. I, hopefully, I get to meet him and pick his brain. So just giving you a history lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, <laughs> I'm curious about the us versus us, the mantra, and everything else. Yeah. I know, obviously, it's every game, and you have to be one and zero and all that. So I get the, the the larger picture. But do you almost feel like it, personally that it's it's more about games like this 
where maybe there could be a, a letdown. Maybe yeah. you're heavily favored. Now yeah. you're inside the top 10. Right. All those things are kind of going for you, and it feels right. like it's almost too good. Right. And Coach DeBoer's always talked about how you guys are going to react when adversity hits, right. kind of like the beginning of the Boise State game. Do you feel like that's what this is all about, really, when it, when it comes to it? Is, is games like the Tulsa game is where us versus us really kicks in? Um, I think us versus us kicks in for us every game. Um, the reality of it is uh, we have all, all types of tools to go as far as we want. I mean, if we want to go to a national championship, we could do it. But are we really willing to put the work in and, and be dialed at, and help one another? That's why it's whole, that's, that's the us versus us. I mean, can we come in every single week? every single game and put the same amount of effort in last week that we did. So it's really just that. This is a really unique situation for you guys in the sense that you're facing a defense whose defensive coordinator just left a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And so in some ways, I know the Boise State situation where the, the defense had to face a first-year offensive coordinator, mm -hmm. and, and, and they have a former uh, Iowa, or excuse me, Indiana head coach, and Ken Will, uh, Kevin Wilson, who's going to be the guy, the head coach at Tulsa. Yeah. So there's so much newness here. I know you guys love to go into the game game film and all that stuff, but how is it when you have so much in terms of unknowns okay. you know, that you got to deal with? Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, we have our game plan and we have all our plays that we run against certain coverages, so we'll have answers. But um, it's really just about their experience, you know, working against us. Okay. So they, they have the experience at the next level, so we just got to go ahead and dial in on our plays and focus on us. Does it feel sometimes it's just as simple as Mike just keep chucking it, chucking it, chucking it until he connects with you guys? Because I know he missed you early in Boise State, but then it's like when he threw downfield from then on out, he didn't miss. Yeah. Um, I mean, Michael Penix is a special player. I mean, those are rare for him to even throw him like that. But, uh, I mean, yeah, we trust him with all our heart, and we're just ready to play. Were there any words or any joking when you got back to the huddle on that? Oh, no, nah, it was just let's get back to work. It happens. Okay. Let's let it go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jabbar. Is there a text thread going on this week with all those folks? <laughs> nah, I try to stay away from now. I mean, I might tell them uh, good luck or something like that, or, or let's have a good game, uh, let's take some flicks after. But as far as anything before, I doubt it. All right, thanks, Jabbar. Uh -huh. I was just going to ask Jabbar. I think I noticed five different guys from yeah. Oklahoma State that are on Tulsa's team, mm -hmm. you, uh, including a couple DBs. Yeah. I assume you're pretty tight with those guys. Uh -huh. Yeah, those are the guys. Uh, it's, it's a few guys that I came in with. Uh, over there, and I was with my three years at Oklahoma State. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them uh, 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 catching up with those guys and, you know, getting a few flicks with them. I know there's obviously a list of things you're looking at when you're thinking about transferring to a school, but did you happen to look at Washington's schedule at all to, to find out that you might be playing against Tulsa here? Oh, um, I mean, of course, before I, you know, I made the decision, I looked at I looked at the schedule, uh, and I seen Tulsa, and before I think uh, that was really before some, some of the guys that I knew was over there. So it's really just a coincidence. Yeah. And just tell me what it's like going up against a kind of a first-year system. Kind yeah. of, you know, you can't really use last year's yeah. tape at all. You uh -huh. kind of it, it, maybe it's even a little bit like what you just dealt with with Boise State of and course. their new OC. Yeah, it's uh, 
for, for me, like, I'm, I'm a film junkie, so it's, it's kind of hard sometimes to, to gauge what they're going to do. So, you know, you got to uh, really look forward to that uh, first 7 to 14 play script and see what they got. And then, I did, after that, I think they'll go back to the basics. Okay. So, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's tough at first. So I think Tony just did ask you about Are you in contact with any of your, your former teammates? <laughs> nah, not yet. I've talked to them uh, week one. I talked to them week one because they played before us, yeah. I think on a Thursday or a Friday maybe. So I talked to them. I told them good luck. i um, rooting for them. But ever since then, I haven't, I haven't spoken to them yet. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you think it's going to be like postgame? Uh, man, it's going to be cool. Man, it's going to be a lot of smiles on my end, on our end for sure, hopefully. Uh, it's going to be a lot of smiles and a, a lot of catching up. Man. I can't wait to see those guys. I was also curious, too, Jamar, just your experience here coming out playing at Husky Stadium. Mm -hmm. I know we talked to you before the game, and mm -hmm. you were excited to mm -hmm. see what the atmosphere was going to be like. Right. Did it? What was the experience for you? Oh, I mean, I, at first, uh, when I was talking to some of the guys, I was telling man, y'all boosting it, man. It ain't that crazy. It but it was electric, man. It was it was cool being here on a, on a good day. And I even caught the jumbo, jumbo uh, screen one time. I seen the boats out there. I'm like, bro, this is <laughs> – it was electric. It was cool, man. Okay. So uh, there might not be a comparison, but Stillwater versus Seattle, uh, got to be like different planets, right? Yeah, it's it's too different. Uh, it's it's too different. <laughs> it, man, it's it's way, it's too diff way too different places. Um, Stillwater is more, you know, it's kind of more of a country uh, college town. Mm -hmm. This is like a city college town. Good food, uh, water, man, it's, it's crazy. It's a it's a plethora of things to do out here. It's cool. When you were in the transfer process looking for a home, right. were you looking for, like, a bigger city, uh, an area like this? Was that something on your list? Um, honestly, no. Uh, I was more so looking at the team, looking at what was coming back, you know, looking at the coaches and things like that. So it just happened out in a beautiful city. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually talking about you on the show the other day, and I, I was asking the guys, why would Jabbar Muhammad transfer here when it's no longer kind of known as DBU, it mm -hmm. was known as DBU under Jimmy Lake, and now it might be wide receiver U under Jamarcus Shepard. But yeah. what, why did you come to Seattle? Uh, I mean, uh, everything that was coming back, um, the offense that was coming back, we had some good pieces on defense coming back, and I just feel like you know I could I could I could bring something to this table where a good savvy uh, cover corner can come in and you know kind of bring that bring that DBU uh, phase back. You know, so yeah. I just want to be a part of that, be a part of a good team, and. Uh, so far, so far, I think I've made a really good decision. Tavon Banks. We got a call from uh, Coach Harris saying that uh, um, he's going to offer me what a scholarship, stuff like that. So, had you been talking to him much before that? Uh, just a little bit. My sophomore year, it was a little off and on, and then I got hurt. So, I got hurt, and then COVID. So, just wasn't really talking to nobody. And then that spring, they said they had one spot left. And, sent to my film and stuff like that. Went to a camp in Redlands and they liked what they saw and they offered me. Were you um, were you starting to make plans for that that next school year, going to college somewhere else uh, or playing football? Shoot, or? Man, I was getting ready to go to a JC and just weighing all my options. Didn't really know either JC or walk on somewhere, but I'm happy I got that call from Coach Harris. Which JC? Uh, Cerritos College. Okay. That's a, what was that? Uh, what do you remember from that day? I mean, did you immediately uh, call your parents? Were you at home? What, what well, were you shoot. doing? They was all on a, uh, we was all on a group call together. So it was uh, me, Coach Harris, Coach Lake, uh, my dad, my mom, and uh, my high school coach. So we was all on the call, and he let us know how I got the offer and stuff like that. Was that frustrating? I mean, having to deal with an, an injury and COVID, and you can't really, you can't put film out there, you can't show what you're about, and I'm sure you felt like, you know, you were a college player, but yeah, definitely, yeah, it was, it was very frustrating. But I had some people in my corner tell me never let up, and just keep going, and sure got me to this point. 
you went down last year. Was that in a game or in practice? Uh, it was in a game, so. Against Cal? Uh, against uh, Oregon State. Oh, oh, oh it was. Okay. Yeah, so. Can you share what happened? Uh, shoot, just uh, tried to make a tackle. Didn't feel right. My shoulder came out, and oh. that's about it. Did you have to kind of remind yourself, Devon, just to kind of stay the course because you've already kind of been through that before? Yeah, just not only myself, uh, but other people in my corner. Uh, everybody in the DB room now and people from back home, stuff like that, just telling me to keep my head in it and I'm going to be all right. And just in the last couple of weeks or so and just kind of the battle and competing and knowing that you're going to get a chance to play and, and, and get your name called, how was that like? Uh, shoot, I'll just take it like everything else and just – do what I can do. Yeah. Devon, it seemed like that first PBU or two, business as usual, you went out, made the play, whatever. Then after the third one, I, I see you sheath the sword a little bit. Tell me what that was all about and uh, starting to have fun out there. Shoot, man, it was just kind of like in the moment type of thing. I don't really know what to do. I guess I don't really know. You know, I see everybody really do it, so I just, shoot, put, it, put that in my little bag of tricks. But, yeah. Uh, hopefully, I got some more, some different ones coming soon. It wasn't pre-planned or choreographed nah. or anything like nope. that. No, it just popped in my head and I did it. It looks like the Boise State guy. Even you even could have had a second pick. <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah. I was watching you before the game, and uh, I saw the weirdest thing. I saw you running with the running backs, and I thought, who is that guy? Because there were two number sixes over there, and I'm wow. going, do they have another guy that I didn't know about that joined the team? You just doing that for fun? I mean, were you uh, going back at San Jacinto? No, no, no. I think that was uh, that might have been Rich Rich Newton. No, Newton was doing it, but you were uh, too. You took so, you took a couple of drills with the running backs. Took some. Uh, I, I, I saw it, and I was thought, wow, that's interesting. Oh uh, no, I can't remember. Maybe it was a kickoff return. That was right in here, right oh, yeah, kick way off, before the game. Yeah, kickoff return. Yeah. So hopefully, I get get put on that. But yeah, I, I did do a little kickoff return in high school yeah. and stuff like that. So. Um, Hopefully I get to show y'all what I can do on that as well. Peace of Turner. Man, I think that we kind of, as you can see, we kind of rotating guys at safety, husky, corner, and stuff like that. So I think that is a, it is something that's challenging to try and keep that um, bond between us all on the field because different group of guys in there, whether it's ones, twos, or one A, one Bs, or whoever. But I think that it's cool just to be able to work with different people throughout the game and know that we all got playmakers out there. So no matter what call we're in, we'll be able to make plays. Really solid game statistically. I think that Taylor Green might have been under 50% passing. But right. even with that, is there anything that you'd like to see improved coming up with Tulsa? Um, I think just eliminating the big plays. I mean, we had one big touchdown and might have had a couple big passes and stuff like that. Um, for sure, one that I can remember right now. But I think just eliminating the big plays, make them earn every yard, and then just um, doing our job each, each play. The defense did a good job of containing his dual threat ability. He wasn't running very much. How much of that was the secondary? Um, I think a lot of times we did have a safety or someone on him, uh, making sure that he wouldn't roam around and stuff like that, or when he did get out of the pocket, have one of us chase him down. But I also do think that they didn't run him as much as we thought uh, they were going to. I think he stayed in the pocket a little more, threw a lot more than we thought they were going to, so that for sure helped that as well. Thank you, yeah, I was curious, but now you, you've got a potential of, of two different potential quarterbacks because Braxton, I know he got a little dinged up. But right, right, right. Who knows? He's still listed yeah. at number one on the depth chart. Yeah. Then you got Williams who kind of finished the game. Yep. Does that even matter, or does it still just is it just the game plan and they're just putting in it's just a number? Yeah. I think it does matter, but it also is the game plan. Kind of just focus on ourselves and do what we can do. But yeah, see, well, I feel like we'll for sure see both of them um, in this game. You know, the one that started the game uh, who got taken out from injury or whatever it was. Braxton. Um, yeah. He kind of he kind of is the one of their captains on their team. So I think there's no doubt that we see him. But at the same time, they also bring similar things to the table. They both are uh, very mobile and stuff like that. 
um, good at throwing and get out of the pocket as well. It's unique too, Asa, that this is going to be the second week in a row where you're facing kind of a brand new system. Right. right. You know, in a, in a brand new understanding yeah. of kind of, because like you said, you thought that maybe they were going to, Boise State was going to use their quarterback in yeah. a certain way and it, yeah. they kind of, Maybe they did that to try to trick you right, guys right, up a little bit. Right. Are, are you expecting more of the same? Are you expecting more of like if you expect them to zig, they're going right, to zag? Right. I do think that they're going to pull some different things out of their out of their pockets for this game because you see the last game they played against Arkansas Pine Bluff, I believe it's called, and um, you know they kind of kept it vanilla, kind of kept the run game vanilla, pass game vanilla, and not, no crazy route concepts or anything like that. So I definitely think that they're holding some stuff back for us, um, and we'll see what they got on Saturday. It's interesting, too, because you're seeing some other guys. You guys were just talking about the, right. the safety rotations and whatnot. Yeah. You are seeing some of the younger guys like yeah. Mikel come through. Right. And now, uh, you know, obviously uh, Tristan Dunn's playing a little bit of Husky yeah. as well. You guys yeah. are rotating between uh, kind of that slot corner and the safeties. Right. Are, are, do you really feel like you guys are at a three or 400 level compared to the, maybe the 100 level that you guys were at last year with a brand-new staff? Right. Well, that's the one thing. I mean, you kind of said young guys like Mikel, but Mikel at this point, yeah. man, he's not a young guy, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, we got a lot of expectations for the people who y'all might think are young guys or consider young guys, but we got a lot of expectations for them. So when one of us goes down or when one of us rotates out or something like that, we can't let the standard drop, and that's kind of what we expect of those guys. Okay. And I'm looking at your left hand now. How's yeah. that How's that working for you? Solid, solid. I've been had this on since spring ball, so okay. it's kind of just a precautionary thing at this point um, and just waiting for it to get 100%. I was going to say, is that just one of those things that it, you can't maybe hurt any worse? You just kind of yeah. have to yeah, that's the thing. let I it heal? Don't want it to get worse. want to let it heal fully before I take this thing off so I can get some picks. So. How do you deal with some of the outside noise, too, Asa? Because today, because there was a Monday game with the top-ranked team, the, the AP poll comes out, the coaches poll come out, right. things like that. You, you guys moved up a couple spots into the top, you know, inside the top yeah. ten. How, how do you how do you personally deal with that stuff? Well, to be honest with you, man, I'm not I'm not really on social media or nothing crazy like that. I'm not on Twitter with all these reports and stuff like that. But I was even aware that we got moved up in the rankings. To be honest with you, like I was telling the other reporters, man, we just try and keep the main thing the main thing. We got goals of Pac-12 championships and national championships. So until we get there, man, that's we're just gonna keep working. Yeah. And also curious about the, you know, I know a couple guys have talked about how maybe it was a bit of a slow start in the beginning of the game. Right, right. But Coach DeBoer, after the game, talked about, well, you guys turned the slow start into strong finishes right, right. in both the second quarter and yep. fourth quarter. Um, is that just, do you feel like that's, as, as a group of veteran guys, you know it's going to come to you and you just have to keep patient? Yeah, I think that we, as a team, shoot, the coaches kind of preach like these main three things. It's kind of start fast, middle late, and finish strong. So if one of those things are lacking, we still got an opportunity to make uh, make up for it in the later later half or whatever it is. So if we started slow, then we can fix it in the middle. If we messed up in the middle, then we can fix it at the end. So as long as we finish in strong, I'm sure we'll come out with a win. And as a senior leader on defense, knowing that you know you did talk about playing with some other guys that right. are starting to get right. more snaps, is that is is what's your words to them? Is just stay patient. Know know that you know as long as you've prepared correctly, you're right. going to make it. I think stay patient and also just like. Um, being prepared for your opportunity. I think that's a lot of, that's a big thing with us. Like everyone will get their opportunity to play. And when you do, it's like, what are you going to do with it? So like Devon had his opportunity. He came out with four PBUs and balled out. So um, just staying ready for your opportunity.